0: we keep running into the question of what is a denial and the definition of exactly what a denial is. And we've had some other podcasts on this subject and there's a particular element that really catches my attention, right? But when we're talking about the definition of a denial, if we take a step back and rather than be down with the granular of like, is a CO 109 a denial or not? Um, or does it matter if it's a PI versus a CEO with that same, you know, adjustment code 30,000 foot level. Is it anything that affects a payment, right? Um, is it anything that reduces a payment? Is it anything that makes it so that you do not get paid or delay in payment? You know, contracts do this, they affect payment, but it's obviously not a denial. You know, CO 45 is a good example. And so, We are frequently asking our clients, whether it's a provider or a billing company or something like that, what their definition is and do they actually have a written definition for this? And I don't think I've encountered anybody yet who has a written definition that they can just send over to us, which in of itself is actually quite fascinating. If a billing department or a billing company doesn't have a written definition how do you know it's a denial, right? But I think this comes back to the, if you don't have good tools to handle denials in the aggregate, you're going to work individual denials. And that means any remittance that comes back has to be dealt with. It doesn't matter whether it's posting a payment or, um, you know, working, providing additional documentation back to the payer or whatever it might be. You're going to work that individual claim. <clears throat> and so in some ways, the definition doesn't matter. But it does, Right. And so we've tried getting definitions, and we've asked for them from some clients, and in fact, from basically everybody we interact with, because we ultimately need to load something in order to define a denial so that we can calculate what the denial rate is. And if we don't have a definition from the client, then we have to load a default. But a default, by definition, is we're providing the definition, (laughs) right? So if I think back over the course of the last year, and we've asked you know, different people, different managers, owners of building companies, practice managers, building managers, you know, directors who run building departments, we've gotten really wildly different answers. And we've also seen that it sometimes very system specific, where if their system does something kind of funky with denial codes, that becomes a part of their definition, which is really weird, right? <clears throat> but we've seen situations where if we ask two different billing managers at two different organizations, we get two different answers on what is the definition of a denial. Now, that may not be that surprising, but when we ask two different building managers in the same billing company and we get two different answers, that's a little more surprising because it's all one organization. Now, granted, they have different clients, meaning different providers that each one of those building managers manages, but still it's surprising that we get two different answers from two different billing managers in the same billing company. Now, here's the one that really got my attention. This just popped up the other day. Last year, we'd gotten a definition from a billing manager. And six months later, we had to come back to them and ask for the same question, which was, what's your definition of a denial? And they provided us basically a table that said, these are what we consider to be denials and not denials. And the amazing thing was it was different. (laughs) <laughs> Six months apart, two different definitions. Same billing manager, same organization. They didn't move. They didn't switch practices or anything like that. Same billing manager. Wow. <laughs> but we didn't tell them that we'd originally we'd originally we'd originally gotten a list from them. So they went and did it from scratch. And when they did it from scratch, they did it differently. <laughs> they gave us a different list. <laughs> We've gone to the HFMA, can't get an answer on a definition. We've gone to billing companies. We've even gone to the HBMA, which is the Healthcare Billing Management Association. And we know somebody who's on the board of directors there and is on the data science committee. Well, granted, it's a misnomer calling it data science committee, but forgetting that it's the data science committee rather than sort of an analytics or even just a data, you know, board for the hbma the point is the hbma doesn't have a definition of a denial which is it's the billing management association right so if they don't have it who does now webster's dictionary and what is this uh what's the definition of a denial there's a lot of different definitions but of all those entries the one that's most relevant is a quote refusal to satisfy a request or desire that seems relevant We have a request or desire to get paid, and then a payer refuses that. It's a denial. So why isn't this standardized? Why don't we actually see that there is a specific definition of denials that the entire industry has adopted? Is it because nobody's watching the house? Like nobody's, you know, staying on top of this and tracking denials. I don't think that's it. There are, especially larger organizations, hospitals and hospital systems, things like that, they have some form of definition of denial de facto, even if it's ad hoc or whatever that may be, because they're tracking and they're quantifying denial rates. But I think there may be something else. I think there's a perverse incentive involved in not having a uniform definition of denials. And that is... If there's no universal definition, then there's wiggle room, right? We can say, ah, no, you can't compare us to somebody else. They have a different definition of denials than we do, or they have some other unique criteria or whatever it is. Somehow you can't compare us. We are unique. And I think the ability for everybody to say we are unique robs us of the ability to actually benchmark and quantify because it isn't standardized. And that means that it's harder to put people's feet to the fire or identify ways or targets or goalposts or anything that says we must improve and we must improve by X amount in Y amount of time. And the justification for that is we know somebody else is doing it. So if they can do it, we can do it too. But that's where we have to get to. And it can happen and we can do that. Doctors, if you want to, but the point is that there needs to be a standardized definition. And if there isn't a standardized definition, there needs to be a way to compare without that and still do apples to apples. And we have a way to do that.